This morning, we are going to be thinking about what does it mean to be church? Not just what does it mean to do church, but what does it mean for us to be church? I wonder if that's something that you've uh, thought about before. It's certainly something that recently I've heard a lot about, both in the local church context here and nationally. It's something that churches have been thinking about as they think about where they're at or where they're going. What does it mean for us to be church? And I want you just to turn to the person next to you and tell them, what do you think it means to be church? There's no right or wrong answers. What do you think? Well, it might be, but I don't know. What does it mean to be church? Have a quick chat and then we'll see what you, what you think. Okay, do we have any, have any thoughts? What do you think it means to be church? Fellowship? Yep. Community? Love? To feel wanted? Yes, that was just a group of people who are together in worshipping God um, and just, just being, being that community of people together. You don't need a building, you don't need um, particular things, it's just being together as being church. Um, oh, yeah, another one. Making Jesus known. This man's been listening earlier on. <laughs> Telling people about Jesus. Um, so this ties in with the, the five marks of mission that we're going to be thinking about. Um, and it's especially good to be thinking about this on a membership Sunday when people are joining the church. And it's good for all of us just to, to rethink what does that mean for us to be church. Um, there was a mission-shaped church report that came out um, a few years ago. And this is something that um, this guy Graham Maidstone said about church. And he said the church is the fruit of God's mission. And that as such, it exists to serve and to participate in the ongoing mission of God. So this idea of church is linked, is um, kind of intrinsically linked with mission. The church is about mission. It's about being part of mission, being part of God's mission, which he's already doing in this place and in the world. It's not about whatever our own idea of mission is, but it's, been, it's about finding out what God's mission is for the people here, for the community, and for the world, and joining in 
with that. Um, so yes, we're going to be looking at these five marks of mission um, and we're going to use them to help us think about what it means um, to be church. And we'll, and we'll see that to be church means to be missional in every aspect of our life. When I was at university, I was doing engineering, but in my final year, I did some business subjects and we, looked, we did marketing and managerial and organisational context. And so we were thinking about companies and big organisations and their missions and it was all about purpose and values and aims and objectives and what, what they were striving to do, how they were working out who they were. But I think in church, it's, it's about, as I said, it's about um, what God is doing. It's about God's values. It's about the kingdom values. And it's about us joining in with that rather than having our own mission, which is somewhere different or somewhere separate. Um, when I think of mission... This is the first thing that comes into mind for me. This is, this is a mission team um, from the, 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 they're not the um, nicest bunch of people, m nicest looking bunch of people. <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are all lovely. Um, got my voice model up there. Um, this is a mission team from the Church of Scotland that I was involved in for several years. And every year, um, for a couple of, couple of weeks, we would go to a, a different town and we would be involved with local churches there, um, being missional living alongside the people there, trying to model what, uh, what it was like to live missionally. And the thing that struck me was, um, what really encouraged the churches there, it wasn't the activities we ran. We did holiday clubs, um, different bits of outreach and community work, but it wasn't those things that we did, but it was the way that we lived. It was those values that we had about mission that the people remembered. And we were hoping the people would take and use, not just for those two weeks, it wasn't just about this, oh, now we're doing mission, but it's about taking those ideas and, and having them be part of our whole lives. Um, so what does it mean to be missional? Can anyone remember what the five marks of mission are, either from 18 months ago, um, when there was a series on mission, or maybe if you've heard them elsewhere? And the first one should be easy because you've all just heard about it. Tell. Any idea what the rest are? Teach. It was a long time ago. Tell. Teach. Tend. Transform. And the last one is treasure. So these are five marks of mission. And so each month we're going to take a different one and have a memory verse linked to it. And that's just to, to help us remember what they are. So we do, what we're going to do this morning is just going to have an overlook, an overview of these five different marks. Um, and it just helps us to think about what they are. So the first one we've had already thought about this morning, tell. And our core value for Camborne Church start with the gospel. We say that it starts with the gospel. It's about the good news of Jesus. That's what we want to be telling people about that God loves us, that Jesus died for our sins and that we can be forgiven and have eternal life with him. Jesus said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. He wasn't just keeping that good news to a small group of people. It wasn't just for the people in the, in the churches or the synagogues. It was to the other towns. He was going across the area. And he sent his disciples to continue that work. The reading we heard from John started by saying, as Jesus was sent into the world, so we are sent also. We are sent to continue that work um, that Jesus was doing. And that's really what mission is about. It's about being sent 
being sent to be part of God's mission and to play the part that he's called us to. And it's not an easy thing to share stuff with other people, um, personal things or stuff that's going on in our lives. We tend to, to like to keep that to ourselves or maybe just with close friends. As, I think as a society, we're not always very open about things. But is this not the most exciting and amazing news that we could ever know and we could ever tell? And we should want to be sharing this with, with people we meet um, as a natural part of our lives. It's the story of what God has done for us individually and as a group of people, as a church, as a community. We want to be telling people about that good news of what God has done for us. And doing that is part of missional living. And then we have teaching. So these are the memory verses that we'll be, we'll be looking at in the next few months. And Jesus gave us a great commission, which was to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And as we baptize people, we bring them into a place of learning. Being a follower of Jesus is about being a disciple and learning from him. Looking at the example that he's given in the Gospels of how he lives and trying to follow that example. Again, in our passage from John, it was talking about unity. It was talking about us being in Jesus as Jesus is in the Father. It's talking about us being unified with Jesus' mission in what he was doing and us being part of that and learning from him. And the more we learn as we walk with Jesus, as we gain insight into to what God is like, then we share that with other people and we teach other people. And Jesus taught people uh, that he met using everyday language, using examples and illustrations that they would understand. So he talked about farmers in, in fields planting seeds. He talked about, again, treasure in fields. He talked about a fishing net being let down into the lake. These were things that the, the people would understand in their context. So Jesus knew and understood that culture that he was living in. And so Jesus has, has put us in a place where we understand people around about us in similar culture, where we have an insight into how they think, the kind of things that we see in the media, um, the, the understanding that we have of different topics. We, we know those kind of things and we can share the gospel and teach people in a way that they'll understand because we have that understanding as well. And God's put you in a unique place with people, whether that's uh, in the church, at home, at work, where you are in that context where you can teach people. One of the things I love about what we do here in Cameron, we have so many different groups and different activities for different age groups, but also we have a big focus on being intergenerational on people coming together, and we can learn so much from children who see things in a new way and are always coming up with new creative ideas. And then we can learn from people who've had many years of experience and have incredible wisdom and, again, insight into, into life and can teach us. And so we are called, as we are learning, to also be teaching and nurturing and encouraging it says here new believers, and I think that's very important for new believers, but also for all of us, that we continue to learn and to teach. So what comes next? Can you remember? Tend, yeah. Tend. Tending is about responding to human needs by loving service. 
And this is something, again, that we see time and time again in the way that Jesus lived his life, in the stories of what Jesus was doing, the way that he was living, and the way that he was responding to people around about him. The last time that I uh, spoke in church, one of the things I was talking about was Jesus washing his disciples' feet. He saw that need because the disciples' feet were dirty and smelly because of the roads. He saw that practical need and he responded in loving service. Time and time again, Jesus did that. He put aside any status he has or any reservations about becoming vulnerable and he met that need <clears throat> for them. In Acts, um, we're reminded of Jesus' words when he said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Responding to need means looking at people around about us. And again, this is in a local context, in the community, family, friends, neighbours, and also in the wider community, nationally and globally, looking at how we can serve. Um, if you were here last time, I, I wasn't, but I was listening to the, um, <coughs> the, um, the preaching series on the marks of mission. And Jackson, the zombie from Romsey Mill, was talking about tending. And he challenged us by asking, if the church here in Camborne was to disappear, would people notice? Would there be a difference in the community? Would there be an impact if we were just no longer to be here? Are we actually making a difference in people's lives by the work that we do, as Paul says here, kind of hard work? We must help the weak, remembering the words that the Lord Jesus himself said. What are we willing to give up in service. Tending is about making sure that our actions and our words match up. It's not just about telling people about Jesus and teaching them, but it's about displaying that in what we do. In James chapter 2, we read, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deed? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes or daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical need. What good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. If we're telling people the gospel message and teaching them about what it means, then we need to also accompany that with the way that we live by responding to their practical needs in our loving service. And a big part of responding to, responding to others' needs um, is by seeking to transform those things in society, those structures um, which cause many of those needs to be there, those unjust things um, which lead to an imbalance of wealth or resources, which lead to war or slavery, to a lack of education or to poverty. In Isaiah we read, learn to do right. Seek justice. Encourage the oppressed. Defend the cause of the fatherless. Plant that case of the widow. In the youth discipleship group that we have here at the church um, every couple of weeks, we're going through a series at the moment on justice. And we're thinking about what does it mean for us to be just people, to be champions of justice. What is it that God says about justice? And a couple of weeks ago, we looked at a Bible timeline. So we had from Genesis right to Revelation. I'll that way around. Genesis to Revelation. Um, and we saw that right from the beginning, right from when God created the world, the whole way through the Bible, 
God has a heart for those who are weak, who are oppressed, those who are victims of injustice. God created the world perfect. But because of sin, we now live in this imperfect and unjust world. And we should be standing against those things, um, standing up for what we know is right. One of the verses that we're looking at in that group uh, is Micah chapter 6, verse 8, which says, What does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. And so we need to think about our own actions and about how they affect others. Are the clothes that we we wear made by people who are underpaid or who are working in dangerous environments? What about the chocolate we buy? Is that made by people who are involved in slavery or people who have been trafficked? Do we have integrity when it comes to paying tax or claiming benefits? Are we living a life that reflects that honesty and integrity and justice which Jesus showed? We are part of a society that is unjust and there are many things around us that maybe we would like to change. But how are we living out our lives? How are we playing our part in, in living for justice? It might be um, in those choices we make. It might be standing up against um, some of those big things that seem unjust. And again, if mission is a lifestyle, then this should be something that's part of how we live. That we think about the choices that we make and the impact they have on other people. And then we come to the last one, which is treasure. Treasuring is about safeguarding the integrity of creation. And sustaining and renewing the life of the earth. And we're talking here about God's creation. This is not our creation that we've made. This is God's creation that he planned, designed and made. And he's entrusted to us to live in this world, to look after it and to have responsibility for it. And we're talking here both about the natural world, the earth, that that side of creation, as well as human creation, God has made people in his image. Every single person is part of God's creation. And we have a responsibility to be looking out, looking after people and um, the environment. We have a duty of care for what God has given us. And again, a lot of that comes down to our choices about how we live, the decisions that we make. Choices about whether we recycle, whether we take the car or the bus or the train or the walk or whatever. Um, We've been blessed by God giving us his creation and entrusting that to us. And he's given us a responsibility to look after that and to think about the impact that we have. And again, this is an integral part of being missional and of being church. It's a mark of us being church, not just what we do here, but individually how we live out our lives. Our lifestyle reflects what it means to be church. So there we have the five marks of mission. Uh, If this is something that you have seen before, then hopefully it's helped you just to to be reminded about them. Or it might be something new, and I would challenge you to, uh, to continue thinking about these things. If you go online, you'll find lots more resources and Bible verses and and videos to help you think through um, these missional um, 
values which help us to be church. And I wonder if there's any of these that maybe particularly resonate with you, that you feel particularly called to, to do or to stand up for. Maybe there's other ones that you think, oh, maybe I need to work in that a bit. Maybe I'm neglecting that side of my calling. Our mission is to join in with God's mission for the world. To live out these kingdom values. They've been demonstrated by Jesus in the way that he lived. And we have the Holy Spirit who equips us and helps us um, to be church in this place and where we are. And we're called to be part of this mission in a unique way. It's about it's to be church where we are. That might be where we live. could be where we work. Where we spend time with the people we meet, the people around about us. God puts us in these places where we can reflect his character, which is a character of love that other people see and we can invite them to join in with.